Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. How personalized can a financial plan be when it's created by one of those robo-advisors? Plugging in standard algorithm to calculate insurance need and future wealth of random human client. Robots don't know you. We do. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting to know you always comes first. Together, we'll create a financial plan based on your specific goals. Find a local Farm Bureau advisor at fbfs.com protect. It's your future. Let's protect it. podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. It's the fight in. He's in the mood because I called him out about him being all stroppy after halfway through the game yesterday. Why wouldn't anyone be stroppy halfway through the game? Why? Why would anyone want to go into the 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 group chat and have Alex going? Oh, you, I I don't like Jose. Everybody's saying Jose shit now. Come into bed with me. Why wouldn't I be stroppy? Pisses, That's not what I said. But again, as ever, you didn't read what had gone before it. Why would I read it? Well, exactly. So you can't have a moan about something that you've seen and then not read the stuff before. What did I get wrong, Alex? The fact Ricky was like, oh, I'm done. So my little meme was like, oh, you're going to get into bed with me. That was it, all right? 
Yeah, well, so what, I, I missed two sentences. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, the whole context of it. So I understand it now, and I still think you're a dick. Yeah, well, I think you're a dick. No, we don't. I don't actually think you're a dick, Alex. Well, you're, you're, you're suffering, clearly, and I'm suffering. And Felonius is suffering, aren't you, T? A little bit, yeah. And I'm kind of, I'm agnostic. And we've got Bardi from The Extra Inch, who's also suffering. Can we, do we say that now? Bardi from The Extra Inch? Um... I can I, say that, but I'm not suffering. I'm not suffering. It, this is not that bad, you know. It's not the end of the world. It's not the fucking end of days, darkness, getting spanked 5-0 at home by Liverpool. It's okay. It's not good, but it's all right. It's it's a, a rest. You can you can survive this. We can survive this. It's okay. Okay. All right. Well, we'll, we'll come on to all of that. We've got uh, a big uh, discussion that we're going to have around Jose Mourinho. Uh, we've got some odds from William Hill. And we've also got uh, we've got to review the transfer window before we go into all of the complete bumfuckery that is supporting Tottenham at the moment. We've got to preview the quiz. Tottenham Hotspur, great. No, fuck, I always do this wrong. What is the name of it? The hardest quiz. The hardest Tottenham Hotspur quiz on the internet. I think I think that's the name of it that that someone made up. Uh, Jimmy Didn't Regal. Bardi's Brain Busters, but then you guys stole it and rebranded it. <laughs> this is better. This is better. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> well, look, you're not here to. At least cast... my answers are correct. At least no, this is this is no. wrong, they're correct. This quiz is like it's family fortunes. The quiz was always great. Now we we just don't have to deal with Les Dennis anymore. Indeed, <laughs> yeah. No one appreciates Les Dennis. Les Dennis was always a disappointment to to the nation. What you did. Is you you turned tail and you ran away to the extra inch. So when you when you ran away, Bardi, you took the uh, Bardi's brainbusters with you, and we had to come up with something new. Now you may think that this isn't better, but my opinion is that we have underground, sorry, sorry, like a, a sound bed of dramatic music that we never had on uh, Bardi's brainbusters. Do you know what, Bardi? If you if you're so chippy about this, why don't you challenge the winner? Of today, and that the, the winner of today could be either Alex from Bristol or Jimmy Riggle. Jimmy Riggle is on a run. He's what free free unbe- hang, hang on, let me just let me bring him in a second. James, how many how many have you won on the bounce? Is it four? Well, are you counting the initial one that I did weeks ago to beat T score? That's enough from you, James. I don't. I don't want a, a, your life story. <laughs> I don't want your life story, James. All right. I just all all need to uh, let's give him four. He's he's four on the bounce. Jesus, why did you ask a question? You give him an inch, they take a mile. Anyway, um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, James. I, I was going to bring you back to it. The moments passed. Um, yeah. So J- James has got four on the bounce. Um, he has uh, smashed Ryan. He smashed Paul. He smashed um, the other people that were on the pod as well. Very busy. Sorry for, for forgetting. And, um, you know, he's. It, it, I, I, I questioned how good a quizzer, a Tottenham Hotspur quizzer, he, that, that he was. And the fact is that right now he's the people's champion. And we have Alex from Bristol on the line, don't we, Al? Not on the line. He's a part of the podcast. Been, been for many years. Yes. Yes, yes. I am. Uh, how confident are you of smashing... Jimmy Regal on the world's hardest Tottenham Hotspur quiz. Uh, well, it's, it's, you know, I love all animals, but uh, if I have one guilty vice, it's squashing uh, irrelevant bugs. Wow. Um, and he's one of them. Hang, so. on, hang on a second. Let me just bring him back. Anything to say about that, James? Yeah, well, it's it's very easy to be confident when you've got absolutely... Not now, James. Sorry, we've got, we've got a podcast to get on with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know what this makes a nice change from? Is from the days where, back in the day, where you where we would all meet in person. For less, from you, less from you, Alex. Uh, James, sorry, go on, go and say what you're going to say. Honestly, I promise I won't cut you off this time. Rude. Uh, <laughs> it was rude. Well, I was going to say, it's, you know, it's, it's easy to be confident when you've got nothing on the line. I'm here defending my title. Alex is defending nothing. So, you know, if you're so confident, Alex, how about if I beat you, I replace you on the fighting cock? Oh, Al, you are unmuted. Be, be, be my fucking guest. 
Uh, okay, all right. The jokes are off now. Um, this this quiz uh, will be happening towards the end of the podcast, the next half hour or so. Um, you know who who will take the people's champ- oh, The thing is, if if Alex became the people's champion, I'm not sure he'd want it, and that's the that's the main <laughs> issue. Wouldn't. James will introduce Bo. Oh, look at T yeah. piping up, given the fact that he, he is the true people's champ. Anyway, look, we're going to come Let's on talk to- about Tottenham because Barty's getting anxious. He, he wants, to, wants to talk. He, he wants to talk, but he also, um, he's got a gym workout or some shit. Do you remember the, the Barty that we knew back in the day he was plump? Yeah. That was the Barty I loved. Not yeah. this new the first one. Time he- I, the first time I spent some proper time with Barty, like after becoming part of podcasters, we went to a Spurs game after the first fanzine came out. And there he was, same belly as me, just kind of walking down the street saying, you know what we should do about our fanzines, how to sell fanzines better? We should get girls in bikinis on the high road. That's what we should do. And I looked at him and I was like, fuck, they were right. Uh, no, I, I remember walking next to him and he was walking. Do you know what we should do for the fanzine? We should eat them. We should eat all the fanzines. Um, okay, look, so we did have a transfer window. Everyone had a transfer window. Tottenham Hotspur typically didn't sign anyone. Um, Alex, is signing no one in this transfer window in in any way indicative of the way this season has gone? Uh, I'll actually defend them to this point because I think, you know, you look around the league and there's not a huge amount that's that's been done. I think uh, usually with football clubs, you don't, there's other stuff in the background going on with finance, particularly with us, going on with finances and, and other projects perhaps that are going on uh, or people who haven't been moved on yet and stuff. And I just think this period with the pandemic and, uh, and Brexit as well is also, you know, going to have gonna have an effect to some to some extent. But it just um, it just moves the goalposts a lot. So I, I I wasn't shocked. Like I forgot deadline day was even yesterday until halfway through when I went on to it. You know, it's not something yeah. that has been building up. It didn't matter, did it? it? It kind of felt like as a as a fan of any club in the Premier League, it was only obviously Liverpool that going to get everything they wanted, but everyone else uh, was just going to be a little bit frustrated. Um, and like you say, because of the pandemic and the fact that players weren't moving, you need a, 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 tra- a fluid transfer market is one where players move from club to club and there's money sloshing around, but there weren't, there weren't any at all. But, Bardi, were, were you happy with what we did with outgoing transfers? You know, like Gazigniga signed for... What was that team? He signed for? Yeah, whatever they, they were called. That was a good transfer. Um Got a, Carter Vickers went to Bournemouth. I mean, we've, um, we got rid of a couple of players. We, we shifted on Jedson. That was a, a kind of a gamble that didn't work out, but it didn't cost us too much. Um, I was quite happy with Troy Parrott. He left Millwall and has gone to Ipswich. I think that drop down to League One might help him. He might get some games. He might Is, start banging the goal. Buddy, sorry, can I cut you for a second? Is that Jose Mourinho sort of ratified in terms of Troy Parrot, when all of the fans were going, play Parrot, play Parrot. Jose Mourinho uh, played him in one game and said, like, there you go, that's that's Troy Parrot. And he Parrott. missed the penalty. And then, he missed the penalty. The well, wait, wait, don't, it, doesn't he, like, like, like you don't add, add fucking manure on him. It's like, he's, he's gone He's gone to Millwall, he's played 11 games, not scored a goal. And then the, 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 the coaches at Tottenham have gone, let's send him down a level. Is he... I mean, is it Jose not Mourinho being, making the right decision there or what? Not being a success on loan is not a bad thing. You know, Harry Kane had terrible loan spells, including one at Millwall, and he, he came back an okay player. I think I think the most important thing for Parrot is to play games and to score goals. And if it has to be in League One at 18 years old, that's not a huge problem. So what I think you're saying is that Troy Parrott is the next Harry Kane? He could well be. He could be. Is it annoying, T, that... Um... That, that Liverpool have, you know, they identify an issue in their first team as they've done under, under the sort of Klopp reign where they buy players that they need, even if they're, you know, they're not marquee signings, but they're, they're two centre-backs. But one of them's from League One, Preston, Ben Davies, not the Pen, Ben Davies, you'll be unhappy to know. Al. But, um, you know, the other geezer they've been scouting, is it Kojak? Oh. I can't remember his fucking name, who cares? But yeah, he, um, you know, he, he, they've been scouting him for a while. Is it a bit frustrating that Tottenham don't do things in, in, in these windows anymore? Or is it just a, a blanket um, acceptance across all football clubs? I think Matip being out for this season forced their hand a little bit in, in that regard. Um, 
Mourinho talked about wanting a centre-back. We didn't revisit the Skriniar deal with Inter. Um, we, it appeared that we ran out of time to sign him in the in the summer window. So I'm surprised we maybe didn't go back there. But I don't know, Liverpool seemed to have, you know, they were on our level. And then they kind of um, put the money where their mouth is and they are where they are. So, yeah, it's frustrating from that point of view. But we still have to wait till the summer window and hopefully we'll have the same manager <laughs> in that window. Uh, we're going we're gonna to come on to uh, Jose Mourinho and we're going to discuss it at length for the next 10 minutes or so shortly. But we put out a tweet in uh, July 2017. It was a picture of Van Dyke celebrating a goal for Southampton with the caption, "It's about if it's about improving our first 11, here's the answer. Uh, he wants out of Southampton. That's a picture of Van Dyke. And the point of this is that the reaction to us tweeting that at the time Almost universally, he's not worth fifty million. We've got Eric Dyer. We don't need him. We should spend money elsewhere. And that, that, that you know, three, three, four years down the line, buddy, what, what do you make of that response to us tweeting the fact that we should sign Van Dyke? I know it's obvious, but well, at the time we had Toby, we had Jan, who was still doing okay. I, mean, I think we probably had Sanchez at the same time. So we did have three centre-backs who, um, who who were serving as well. We didn't expect the Tongan to drop off a cliff. Same with Toby and for Sanchez just not to improve and to become... Sanchez yeah, hadn't joined yet at that time. We had Darwin Dar- Dar- Vimmer. Had... And Kevin stay Kimmer. on your toes in this pod. Yeah, we're playing a back. Maybe we've been playing the back three that season, but we had we had centre backs, and it was probably right that we should have spent that money better elsewhere, but we didn't. But that's the football is littered with transfers that never happened, which should have happened. It's, yeah, but it's, it's it's fun to look back, isn't it? It's fun to look back. Uh, Levy, yeah. I, I won't say the name, but uh, a guy called Levy, and that's not his full name. You probably would, I shouldn't have said it. Uh, he, he he doesn't improve the first eleven. It would be great backup, but wouldn't be happy with a bench spot spot. And uh, uh, Dyer is more versatile. Dyer brings more to the team than Van Dyke does. And what I guess the point here is, is that we don't know what we're fucking talking about. None of us do. We can't. What we can go on is the last five, ten games of any season. Is that fair, Alex? Uh, well, yeah, obviously. I mean, <clears throat> it's uh, uh, Buddy's right. Football's littered with with that type of stuff of transfers that should have worked out that didn't, and ones that actually happened that ended up being puddings you know that's just there's so much luck in a draw it's not this isn't football manager you know there's there's these are human beings that sometimes just grow into or in a in a workplace environment that they feel com- more comfortable in more happier in who's to say that if even if van dyke had come to us he would have turned into the same player you don't know you know so it's it i find it daft to to compare really okay fair enough all right i'll tell you what let's move on to the conversation around jose Mourinho. Because that's what's dominated all of being a Spurs fan at the moment. Um, <laughs> obviously, the Fighting Cock is sponsored by William Hill, the official backers and betting partners of Tottenham Hotspur Football Club. Jose Mourinho is currently seven to one with William Hill to lose his job at Tottenham. How tempted are you by those odds, T? Because seven to one, you know, for a club like Tottenham and a manager like Jose Mourinho, unless, unless things are going properly down the pan, is pretty good. Value. I don't like. It, it, I, I don't feel like his job is on the line just yet. What, what do you make of his situation currently? I don't think his job's on the line right now. Um, I think he'd have to lose um, the next three games. I think the FA Cup games within that, and probably go out of Europe to to get the sack. But I think he's. I think his job's fairly secure. Um, as Bardi kind of alluded to earlier, we've been through a lot worse as Spurs fans and it seems a lot more exacerbated now, probably because of um, COVID and lockdown and we just feel a bit trapped and we're forced to watch games like the Brighton one. But um, no, the odds are good, but I don't think he'll be the next manager to go to answer the question. Well, we've got, uh, we've got the, the other... The, actually, let's do that now, actually, because the other managers who are linked with the chop, according to William Hill, Steve Bruce is joint favourite with Nuno Espirito de Santo, both nine to four favourites, nine to four on favourites. Uh, Roy Hodgson five to one, and Sam Allardyce, despite being in the job a month, is eleven to two. And obviously, after that, we find Jose Mourinho. We you wouldn't expect his name to be among 
those, you know, among that company. Um, so where are you at, Alex? Because you're, you've, for me, you, you're, you're, you've positioned yourself as I don't like what's going on. I don't like the football. If we win, I'm kind of okay with it, but obviously there's an issue. And I think if we're all being honest, maybe Tia side, actually maybe Bardi as well. I'll let you give your riposte at this, but I, I kind of feel myself in a similar situation to Alex as well. Where, where are you at? Al? Um, the, the the same as I've been really. I think uh, there's a fundamental difference between people that take joy or enjoyment or happiness out of just Spurs being you know in and around there. There's good times, there's bad times, and the rest of it. But there's there's a constant in terms of uh, you know on a if you're playing on a Thursday night, Thursday morning you wake up right. Oh, Spurs are playing tonight. Right, get work out of the way. What we're gonna do tonight? And and that's just what I haven't had for a year and rightly or wrongly that's just just what i haven't had so then it's difficult then to in, enjoy it in general and i just think you know the the, the combination the, the sacrifice was is it worth it so is it worth having this split fan base which Mourinho was always going to bring that's, that's just who he is as as a as a personality whether it's going well or going badly um and and the style of football was always not going to be you know quite up to, to what we've seen at, at Pete Potch, regardless of his failings, right? So what people's question, internal questions they had to ask themselves was, is it worth it? Is that worth it for the sake that it gets us a League Cup or Europa League? Because it certainly was never going to get us a Premier League or a Champions League. And anyone that says differently, I, I, I struggle to understand that. But it would have been one of those two trophies. And now <laughs> I understand if people say, yeah, it's worth it. Look, we need to get this monkey off our back. It, it's got to be done. I can put up with it two years. I completely respect that. But my personal view was it's not worth it because I'm not enjoying it on the way. So um, that's just where, where I've stayed, really. And it's not a question of of like not enjoying it when Tottenham win. It's a bit like, right, if your missus comes home one day and she's got a really out of the blue mental haircut. Oh wow! Right. I, I was hoping for more. I was hoping for more. But go on. no. But she's but she's come back and she's got. You've loved her hair before, right? It was so fucking sexy, right? But she's come back and she shaved it off. She looks like me, right? <laughs> and you've gone, ah, oh, that's nice, right? So, but you still love her. You're not going. <laughs> you're not going to pack. You're not going to pack your bag, are you? You're still there every weekend, going to the garden center, having a coffee, going for a little walk, making TikToks. Whatever it might be, right? You're, you're still doing all of that lovely stuff because you love them, right? But when the hair starts to grow back a bit and she looks at it and she goes, oh, actually, I think you were right. I think I did look much better like this. Everything was much nicer, wasn't it? You go, yes. Yes, it was. Let's just get through this and we'll get back to that point where we are. I and like that. Just, Spurs' like hair is growing back. I like that, Alex. You're, 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 you, what you've just done is, is show yourself as a passive, aggressive, abusive boyfriend who uses very subtle ways to control their woman. Uh, Buddy, um, what's, uh, <laughs> what, what, what do you make of what Alex has just said? Like, what, you know, where are you at with this situation? I mean, there's a lot of bullshit in what Alex says. Uh... <laughs> I, I, I actually agree with what Alex has said. Go on. There's a big myth that oh, our fan base is split. Our fan base is always split. <coughs> fan bases remain split. That's our whole point. That's the whole essence of a fan base. When uh, Pochettino was throwing cups, he was splitting fan base. The problem is um, the performance on the pitch is no longer giving us the results that we want. And that's that's a problem. And when the, when the results stop coming in, Mourinho's in trouble. I don't, think, I don't think we're at a crisis point. I think he needs to get back to basis. I think for the first time in his life, he's perhaps lost a little bit of faith in what he's doing and he's trying things which he, he wouldn't normally do. I think against Chelsea, we'll see him revert back to type he'll play back back four play a back four and then we'll play on the counter low block and counter and um, that's the way it is people are looking for joy in something where there's no joy and the, the problem is the pandemic has just made everything worse and everyone's looking at tottenham to fucking but, lift the misery mate, but it's loads, of, loads of fans and loads of clubs really enjoying their football right now I don't understand how you can say that there's no joy in football right you love buddy you love football you will watch anything right you'll watch Join a good Tottenham. game of football and you'll love it. Right? He said join Tottenham. 
There's no joy. Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Bardi gets joy from football in general, right? There's a. I think you underestimate how many people out there are only fussed about football, about their club. And if for whatever reason, whether it's the manager, whether it's the ownership, whether it's there's a whatever's going on with that football club, if you're not enjoying it along the way, that's a valid position. Alex, Alex, not shit. Yeah. But we're not shit. We're not shit. Alex, I haven't, said, I haven't said we were shit. Alex. I haven't said that. Go on, buddy. What would you say? No, the the, the thing is, everybody's judging. It's like like it's like we're getting relegated. We've had a couple of. We've lost our. We've lost our best left back. We lost a key component of our team. We've lost Harry Kane, and all of a sudden we we have, we are left with a squad that has been built up incorrectly over the last four or five years. And expecting anyone, even Jose Mourinho, to fix that in in a year is fucking ridiculous. I think he's doing okay. He's doing all right. Do you know, Things what, have got a bit better. What I hear from Bardi is like, have some fucking minerals, Alex. Exactly. Uh, uh, like, just show some balls. Just wait it out. No. Maybe it'll be all right. Don't give me that bollocks. I haven't said anything of this of the sort, right? That it's shit or relegation. What I'm what I'm saying is is and and regardless of what the result was, the last two games, the, where everyone's pissed off is the manner of of the last two games, not necessarily the result, right? So it, it's. What I'm saying is, is I agree with Bardi's stance. I understand what I'm well, not agree with it, but I understand Bardi's stance because he's looking at the end at the end goal. Top four is still a, a very very real possibility, and so is winning a cup. And as Bardi said on his last extra inch, which I very much enjoyed, you know, if we'd have been offered that at the start of the season, we'd have took it. What I'm saying is refusal to admit that there is an element of of this football which is unenjoyable to the people that are only interested in watching Tottenham each week. Is and then just dismissing it is is mental. Okay, all right. Uh, Barley's got to leave in literally a minute because he's got to do some sort of hit workout what? with Joe Wicks or something. But um, <laughs> do, do you have a, 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 a um, response to that, Barley? Before you got to shoot off. The only thing is, you can only hope. The whole point is, is supporting Tottenham is you, you hope that things can get better, and that's where yeah. I am. I'm hoping things improve. I'm hoping that we find a way out of this. And if we be Chelsea, everything is all right in the world again, man. Everything is okay. Beat Chelsea, beat Everton, smash up those Austrians. And then all of a sudden, February is a whole different month. The problem is we're on a podcast and that's like what our kind of role in this is to look at everything after each match and then try and justify everything. You can't do it over 90 minutes. Just have a bit of patience and a bit of hope. And if it turns to shit, it turns to shit. We've seen it turn to shit before. We'll get through it and we'll get, we've been through it and we'll get through it again. Fair play, yeah. buddy. I mean, I don't think I don't think he should be sacked, right? I, you know, I, I'm not saying he should be sacked now. I think that's counterproductive to to where everything is right now. So, you know, I'm not saying that either. You know, I, I agree with buddy. I, I'm the same approach. <laughs> He's just gone. He just, off. He just jumped off. I thought you you were trying to keep him on, so he missed his session. I didn't. I, I, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't agree with how Bardi marginalised an entire nation of Austria. There, you know, they they will pose a stiff test. Um, he wasn't talking about football. He just meant smash up someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, mate. So uh, we, we, there was there was this thing in the in the running order. T, you, you put it in. Uh, it was an excerpt from a book written by football journalist Goatee. It wasn't an it wasn't an excerpt, mate. It was a reaction to the book. It was a reaction to the book by a football expert called Goatee. Diego Torres. Diego Torres. And the, the excerpt was, early in Mourinho's second season as Real Madrid manager when his team were performing exceptionally well, Mourinho said that it was down to his working coach, a work coach, coaching attacking uh, movement and occupying space during their summer tour of China. The Real Madrid players, according to Diego Torres's book, the special one, which is sympathetic towards the squad, could not believe their ears. The players uh, complained among themselves that they had been given no ideas what to do in possession. This all the solution came from themselves. All the solution came from themselves. And they even joked that Mourinho's pecking manual. Peking. What does that mean, peking manual? It's a place, it's China. Probably some kind of, maybe it means something in Spanish. Because they translate well to English. They were in in China doing their their training course. (laughs) A non-existent dossier on his attacking plans. You read stuff like that, not that it means that much, because Pochettino was given uh, a sort of, uh, I don't know, like a, a, a saviour mat 
based on what he did in his latter years at Spurs because we didn't give him the players he deserved or he needed in order to implement the tactics that he wanted to employ. And we read in a book about Pochettino that he didn't want to sign players that weren't going to improve his squad. He wasn't interested really in buying big transfers. And if you believe everything you you read, then you can create aspersions that necessarily aren't true. But looking at our attacking prowess under Jose Mourinho in the last year or two, even if you take into account the Man United and Southampton games and the games that we beat uh, City, it hasn't been fantastic going forward. Do you think there's any truth in this, T, that, 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 that Jose Mourinho, in all of his wisdom, says to his attacking players or doesn't say to his attacking players, this is how you attack a team? I think it's kind of, it does feel like it's a bit left unto them. And you know, I guess Kane is kind of a bit of a beneficiary going deeper because he's got the, there's a room to do that. Maybe Pochettino micromanages a bit more where Kane has to occupy a certain space. You know, I guess that's what's implicated by that excerpt from the article on The Athletic about Diego Torres's book. I guess maybe the person who loses out the most in all this is Bergvine because Bergvine is someone who occupies little spaces and, you know, he works better in small spaces, but with when, when it's kind of a free-for-all up front, maybe he's the one to miss out. Yeah. What do, what do you mean, what, like, works better in small spaces? Like, Well, look at the look at the Ndombele goal, for example, um, against Sheffield United. And that's an example of what Bergvine can do, but we don't get the opportunity to really do that a lot because a lot is centred around um, Kane and so on, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but the failure of the dependence <clears throat> on those two was kind of borne out in the in in the Brighton game. But, you know, to that end, I think Vinicius has to start yeah, every game while Kane's out. I try to take you back, Alex, to the um the, the odds by William Hill, um, which which essentially the sack race really. This isn't William Hill giving their opinion, this is just us taking the odds on how they appear to be. And Steve Bruce and Santo are both nine to four on to be sacked next. I have no idea how Arsenal are getting against Wolves, but I assume they're winning. Um, but I, I, only after Hodgson and Allardyce, we find our manager. What? How close do you think Jose Mourinho is, Al? I don't think he's close at all, <clears throat> really. I think, um, like T said, I think we'd have to go out of Europe and, and lose in the FA Cup. My, I, I think he should go, ultimately. But going now, I'm not sure what that helps. Uh, so I don't think he should be sacked now. So I, I don't think he's close at all, unless those those couple of things happen that, that I just mentioned. My, my only worry is that is that we end up just sticking with him because we've got a cup final in April, um, and, and I worry about that because you know if things start to tail away, then it's just. I mean, I can't even imagine having to watch that show for for that long. But um, yeah, I think. I, I just genuinely think that it's it's passing by. I think what Bardi's original opinion on Mourinho when he was at United was right that the games that he's he's essentially the managerial version of Gareth Bale of what we're seeing with Gareth Bale now, where we know what he can do, but we're just not seeing it. I think that's just what where Mourinho is in in, in his career. Um, Mourinho has got nothing else left to prove. You know, he's he's come to come and do do this project at at, at Tottenham and. It's just not, I think the ingredients that he needs to be successful at this part of his career are unavailable to Tottenham Hotspur right now. So I don't think it's all his fault. He's doing what he's done in the past to get the results that he's got in the past. Why would you change it? You know, but it's just got to a point now where where those methods aren't quite, you know, there's been other methods that have come along in the meantime that have overtaken that. And, you know, the one saving grace he might have longer term is if he does manage to get a few more results, I think I don't think this is the type of squad like similar to a Chelsea or United where it's massively full of huge egos that you know maybe going to the chairman or whatever. You know, it's not full of of, of big, big, big names that are that type like he would have had at Chelsea and, and perhaps he would have had at Manchester United. Um, so it, it's difficult. It is difficult. You know, if it's per- personally, I'd I'd, I'd I'd want a new manager as soon as possible, but. In terms of what's beneficial to the club, sacking him right now, I, I don't think it really gains anything. Well, if you look at uh, 
Nuno Santo from uh, Wolves, who, who's joint favourite nine to four to to get sacked, and our manager is seven to one. If you put the double on, Al, you'd be quids in. Would you take? Would you take? Uh, I'm not Nuno... betting on. I'm not, I never bet on Tottenham. I've never bet on Tottenham. Oh, to I wouldn't do suggest you do that. But would, would you take? What I'm saying is that I, I, this has been um, a long winding idea of mine that eventually Nuno Espirito Santo would be, end up being Tottenham manager. Um, I agree um, with you. Yeah, but that'd but, be but, terrible. Well, well, just just to add on to what T's just said is that people are looking at how Wolves are playing this year. And um, they've been very boring. So I'm not sure he is the guy. Maybe he was the guy, but maybe he isn't the guy. Or maybe, you know, he was, isn't, and will be the guy. Because another odd that I, I, I found on um, the William Hill site was Arteta is now 28 to 1 to be sacked. Uh, a few weeks ago, you wouldn't have got that. Like crazy how football was changed. One minute, Tottenham Mots were at the top of the league. And the world is talking about how long Arteta can last. And now he's miles from being sacked and, not, and we're talking about our manager being sacked. Like, do, do we have, as, as fans need to take a step back from the, the reacting to the immediacy of what's happening? Like, do, like I, I've been trying, it's hard because I, I say that. And even as I'm saying that, I know what I've said in the last couple of days where I'm really struggling to abide... <laughs> the football that we're witnessing right now. T. <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> that was the a question, bit of a monologue. Well, the, um, question, the question is, 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 is like, do we need to step back and, and just take a moment, like Barty's saying, where it's, you know, you know what, what's happening right now isn't relevant. What happens in the next month or the end of the season is relevant. And we have to take our medicine as it happens right now and just ride it out. Or do we be more reactionary, as Alex wants, as Wendy definitely wants and others want, where we just go, no, let's chop it down right now and grow a new tree? The issue that Alex and Wendy have is that people are telling them what to think to a degree. And I can see why they get annoyed at us saying like Mourinho is my, well, not so much that, but Mourinho is my manager, blah, 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 blah. And now, I guess in Alex's point of view, the chickens have come home to roost. He's kind of been a bit smug and I, and I don't blame him. And we live in a world where people are defined by opinions. You've got people on Twitter who've got hashtag Jose out in their bio now and in their Twitter names. And that's their opinion. So if Mourinho won every remaining game this season, will they change that bio? Because... They've gone out publicly with this opinion. Like, we were top six weeks ago with more or less the same personnel. So yeah. is that an accurate um, representation or is a Brighton game an accurate representation of where we are? Don't I, don't mind, I, I don't mind people being reactionary. I don't mind people saying what they think because it's better out than in, like a shit, really. So, wow. um, no, I, I, don't, I don't mind people being, being reactionary at all. And um, I try not to... I mean, when I converse with Wendy and Alex about, I mean, I try not to force them to see what I see. I'm just trying to see the best of a bad situation. Towards the end of Pochettino's time, I wasn't fully Pochucked. I wanted them to work out. I wanted it to work for Pochettino. And I, want, I wanted to work with Mourinho in a similar way. I want Mourinho to, to see this through because it felt a bit more severe when Kane and Son were injured last season than it does now. And people are saying this is like the worst Spurs team ever. One bloke I saw a tweet today. I've been a Spurs fan since 1967. This is the worst football I've seen. I'm not having that. You saw Spurs get relegated. I mean, sure, the fans loved um, Birkinshaw and the players, but come on, this isn't the worst I've seen. Maybe expectation from this team makes it worse, but I think I think this will pass. Maybe I'll have egg on my face when Chelsea beat us and West Brom beat us, but... <clears throat> The way I feel right now, I think this is this is definitely recoverable at this point. Alex, of course it is. I think I just think <clears throat> the the issue that I've always had is the fact of at the beginning it was a question of personality, right? I don't like Jose Mourinho. I don't like the way he goes about things, and it felt like it was a that as soon as he came in, it was a it was a purposeful split within the club because because of because of who he is, right? Now that's down to personality and that's down to to failings on on my part, perhaps of of letting heart rule head, right? I'm I'm perfectly open to accepting that. What what I have an issue with is a question of 
like like he said, sometimes it feels like you're, you're trying to point out that, okay, we won X game or this game or that game, but here are some of the negatives. And it was just completely like, but but we've won. And I'm like, yeah, but that's fine. I understand that. But that's the question you have to ask yourself. Is, is it worth it? Well, and I, I think... think but, but what I'm saying, yeah, but what I'm saying is, Flav, is that, is that there, there comes a time with it is that you have to to quantify as to what you watch Tottenham Hotspur for, right? And everyone's will be different. You and I, for example, in particular, probably more than anyone else, have very little interest in every other part of football, right? Okay. So for me, you, you know, you you were able to get onto that point where, look, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with going through where the football's not the best, but we'll win some games and I'll take some joy in that, as did I. You know, we did that recording after the Burnley podcast, after the Burnley game, that got a huge amount of stick. But I love that game because that approach, I felt that was the right approach for that game. So it's not like I'm completely adverse to it. It's just a question of, I have to be able to wake up on a Saturday morning and be excited to watch Tottenham play. And, and if I'm not, then I'm not going to sit and lie and say, Oh, okay. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, I, I can deal with that. I'm not. I'm not going to do that. But I understand that the people that were like, okay, well, I can get on board with this if it means that we get a trophy, right? For me, that isn't a, a huge deal. But I completely understand why it is for for other people. So that's where that fault line always will always land, right? And that's not going to change whether he's here for another two weeks or whether he's here for another two years. So I just uh, that that's where my frustration. And there's no smugness in it, and there's no glee in it. It's just a question of I have to try and enjoy something about it, you know. Well, all right, okay. Have... No, no, I get your situation completely, and I and I agree with it. What's happened now is we're in a situation because the parameters were so narrow, is that you have people that were born into it and and and, and were desperate for it to happen, um, who are now having to contemplate the fact that that we've sold it all, all, all everything we loved about Spurs under Pochettino, we sold it for the idea that Jose Mourinho is going to be our manager and win it all. And for to, to be on the downside of that, where it's apparent that all of the people that said, no, he's not good enough, are right, as we stand, and it may change. And football, as we've seen, in six, seven weeks, we're now seventh or eighth or wherever we are, and we were top. It could change very quickly. But to be on that roller coaster and, and, and the, the tracks derail in the way they are, and then have to listen to the people that are saying well we told you so the problem is is that the situation we find ourselves in as Spurs fans and watching Tottenham that all of those varying um, reactions to what's happening at Spurs are are completely acceptable but what's happening is is instead of looking at uh, just and, and accepting what's happening at the club as, as a fan base we're kind of nudging against each other and, and that's that's where it is, and and in the moment, in the heat of the moment, when you're watching us get completely outplayed by Brighton and and seeing fucking what's his name Connolly, Josh Connolly, is it Josh Connolly? Aaron Connolly. Yeah, who gives a shit, T? Because against unless he's playing against Tottenham, he's not going to play well. We've got a bloke. I'm going to make gonna make one more point though, Flav. Yeah, go on. Um, that Arsenal are two one down at home to to Wolves. Come on, boys! Come on! <laughs> it's happening. We're coming back. Find those boss. I'm a Greenio. Listen, listen. The whole point of us getting a little frustrated, and we're trying to we're trying to dig down. We're trying to dig down into why we're frustrated with each other. It's because them cunts are coming up the back, aren't they? That's the gun. Now then, I'll leave it because there's plenty of time to go. All right. Um, yeah, look, you know, it's, I, I want to get back to the stage where I see Alex from Bristol climb through a crowd, <laughs> sweating, he's pissed himself, and he's looking at me in the eye and tears are running down his face, full of joy, because together we realise that this is a moment that we rarely get to share together. And... Under Jose Mourinho, it's unfortunate, but this divide is always going to happen and we have to find a way of getting through. But I'm not sure there is a way to connect the fan base and connect to us on the fighting cock. Seven, six, seven of us who are actively involved do talk on the pod and the extra inch. There's no way to really connect us all with Jose Mourinho at the club, whether we get success or we don't, whether he fouls. Can I, but can I just can I just say that every, everyone hopes that we do 
that we do well. You know, like I, you know, I'm sitting there sweating and, understand. and nervous. I understand you want us to do well. Yeah, and and sweating and stuff at the last twenty minutes of that Brighton game. You know, it's, everyone's in in the same boat. It's just a question of um, of of recognizing that that it might be the the the, the case that we that we back the wrong horse. That's that's all. What I I just don't see any people about that like that, that don't that entertain that that message that we might have backed the wrong horse. Sometimes I felt, and I, this is this is going to be a strong thing to say, right? But sometimes in the past, when talking about Marina, it's like talking about Trump or it's like talking about Brexit. Like they're so ingrained, and this goes both ways, by the way. So ingrained in either no or yes that there's just no middle ground whatsoever. And what my point has always been, if it was a different manager, then I think there would be that middle ground. Yeah. We We've had the middle ground with Pochettino, though. And um, it's like people didn't want people didn't want Redknapp in the first place when he joined because of his history. And when they went tips up, there was an element of glee. And what wound up Flav over the weekend... You probably saw on Twitter and maybe in some parts of WhatsApp, there was an element of glee of some people at Spurs were were shit in the bed. And, you know, as someone who's passionate about the club, that's not nice to see. And maybe that's not their intention to to seem almost gleeful that Spurs are getting a battering and it's Mourinho's fault. But that's how it feels. It feels like we've got a very divisive figure. He's, he's here to win trophies. We're in every competition going, mathematically, to point out. So... He's kind of doing what he's been paid a king's ransom for. And, you, uh, sorry, what? Go on. Well, I just want to say that, do you remember Donald Trump when he instructed his um, minions to storm the Capitol? Um, there, yes. no, there was no glee in his voice. He would say there was no glee in his voice. Uh, all I would say... <laughs> no, there was glee when he lost the election, though. Yeah, there was glee there. Uh, or, but that, if that is the case, that, that, that would make us, me and you, uh, child sniffers, which I'm not sure we are either. So it's somewhere. What, hap- what, what happens is, is that we all try and find everyone's angry after an hour against Brighton, right? Now, what my point to to everyone to, to you boys was at that time was, I've done this, I'm past this. I was angry when you lot would tell it, were when everyone was shouting my manager at me. Right, so uh, uh, I've had to deal with that quietly, or told to yeah, be like, "Oh, right. don't, yeah, you're don't right. tell us about it." So that was fine. So, but again, but you're right, Flav, and this is just something that we then have to deal with. If Mourinho ends up getting us top four and a trophy, and and then decides that you know, like I said, I think Bardi said this on the um, on the extra inch was that you know Portugal sacked their manager and he goes off to manage Portugal in there. I genuinely would be off saying, Do you know what, he's come in, he's done his job of what he was asked to do. Tottenham have a, a trophy in the record books and we're in the Champions League next year. A fantastic hire. Despite my feelings, it was the right thing to do. And it was the right thing to remove Pochettino and bring someone like him in for that year. I'll, I'll say it. I'll, I'll be happy to say that. Yeah. And also what I would say on top of that is when we were top of the league, I think we had an element of the Trump saying storm the capital as well. Uh, not, maybe <laughs> we not you go only top of the league. <laughs> Yeah, maybe not UT, but I definitely had that. And, and you know, I've got to take my medicine. I don't want to take medicine. I don't want to give medicine to other Spurs. <laughs> I don't want to give medicine to my mates. I just want us to collectively love our football club again. And I'm not sure if we can do that with Jose. Yeah, I just want people to love each, to just love each other. Love I mean, each other. Let in that nice John, thing. John's our mate. He's got views that I will never, ever agree with, but I love him. <laughs> I hate his guts. I hate John's guts most of the time. <laughs> and there's people that I I think the world of who have tweeted stuff that have got me... I don't know if you're familiar with the Arthur cartoon where he's got the clenched fist as a gift. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. That's, that's kind of what I feel like reading some of these things. Um, it would be nice to have a manager unite us, but um, I think to get rid of Pochettino in the fashion that we did, it had to be Mourinho to replace him because... If yeah. you're a second someone who's very much loved and you're replacing him with an Eddie Howe or a Hassan Hootle, that doesn't keep, well, Daly's probably laughable now, but that doesn't keep Kane at the club. Mourinho keeps Kane at the club. And 
obviously, as Al says, I, I can concede that there, there's a chance we've, we've um, backed the wrong horse. I won't concede at this point. I won't concede the election at this point. The card's still going. And, um, and <laughs> yeah, we've just, we just got to see where we are at the end of February. T, can I ask you a yeah. question? If I, if, you, if I ever posted something on Twitter that you've clenched your fist at? You don't tweet much. You mostly tweet about your dog. So, what about me? No. no. Um, he muted you. A few times. <laughs> <laughs> no, I d- Alex doesn't tweet enough to, to mute. Yeah. But um, okay. the thing about it is I speak to him every day, so there's nothing any of you guys are going to tweet that's going to make me do that. people who... Yeah, look, listen, only, right, I'm sure... Ever- I'm sure numerous people listening to this, right, have all got their own Spurs WhatsApp groups, their own Spurs fan, friend groups and stuff. But, you know, look, these... The, and have disagreements and that type of stuff, particularly on there. And the thing is with that medium is it's so difficult and to, and online in general, it's so easy just yeah. to be like, you know, you got the ump. Like <laughs> me and Flav have had more kind of like off the, like kind of undercurrent of like hating each other type messages this, this season after games than we've ever had. We've always been like very much on the same page as different things. Don't but agree with but they're your mates at the end of the day. So you have to remember that, like we can come and come and do this. I haven't spoke to him from since then. I was waiting for today to come on and see his little chubby face. I couldn't wait. Chubby, right? chubby, chubby. So yeah. So like I said, it, the, 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 the what is always brilliant about Tottenham Hotspur, right? And what is great about supporting Tottenham Hotspur is that you'll have days like today or weeks like the last two weeks, but you're gonna have weeks like we've had before in in the next couple of months. It's constantly about up and down, and that's personally why I love this club is that. There's no, there's no consistency of of just always quite good or always quite bad. We're up and down. I love it. Okay, wonderful, Alex. I agree completely with your sentiments. I just want to add to that. David Louise has been sent off as well. No, oh, nice. Got, he got sent off when they equalised the penalty, and then they conceded. Give us all the information. All the information, team. Actually, you know what? Give us tidbits. It's like Christmas presents, isn't it? You don't want all of them. Straight away. Anyway, uh, we had a question from a guard five or an Aled Gardner. Uh, he says, do William Hill offer a market market for the minute I'll turn my TV off during the game on Thursday? If they do, I'll go for seven minutes just on that. Fans can just send William Hill as bespoke uh, bet by tweeting at William Hill. Use the hashtag, hashtag your odds and uh, they'll give you a price on it happening. Um, we're not going to preview Chelsea because I think we're all looking at that as a bit of a... It's like walking into your mum and dad having sex. Just don't want to see it. Um, but I think now's the time. It's a big day, isn't it? Big day because uh, Alex from Bristol has been giving it the big one for ages. And uh, I'm just going to bring... <coughs> I'm going to bring Jimmy back into the, the fore here. <coughs> Alex wanted to talk this up. As um, Jim, unre- unmute yourself. <clears throat> I'm, I'm a salesman. It's what I do. Yeah, you <clears throat> you wanted to boost yourself up here because you've been building up the idea that you and uh, uh, Felonius should be taking on the People's Champion Tottenham Hotspur World Hardest Quiz. You know, it should be between the, you you two. But the fact is that James has more than earned himself the position of the People's Champ. James, have you been listening to all that guff? Am I allowed to speak now? Is that, yeah, is that uh, all right, yeah. is it? Yeah, apologies. It was, yeah. Just a, it was just a joke earlier. It won't happen again. All right. I, I promise. Uh, I have. It's been, it's been a really, really fascinating discussion, guys. Really enjoyed it. Good podcasting. So you don't, you're not, you don't think Alex is soft for suggesting that uh, we should all just get along? No, I think he's right. You know, he's a little man with big opinions, but I think on this occasion, <laughs> he's entitled to his. Um you know, he's, he's right. Let's just, just try and enjoy Tottenham as best we can because God knows it's pretty dismal to us. What, what do you make of the um, the situation with, uh, with with Mourinho at the moment? Do you, do you kind of just feel like, you know, yeah, where are you at, James? We haven't given you an opportunity to actually talk about Spurs. I've been doing the quiz. Do you know what? Like, I, I was I was a bit like you and Barty are sort of very much my manager now. But after after that Brighton game, I just wanted everyone out, the players, the manager, the chairman... Now, I've had a couple of days to think about it. I, I do wonder if, you know, he's had, what, one and a half seasons in the middle of a pandemic, which is just weird. Like, Klopp had four or five years to get them to even close to the level they're at. You know, 
the question really is with him is, does he still have it in him to improve? Or, or, and we just see this is Mourinho now and he's never going to change. And I think that can only be answered by time, right? Mm. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And it's just how much time he's going to get to, you know, sort this all out. All right, let's, let's, let's go on to the quiz. We're going to do it can right we, now. Can I just say, I'd like Jimmy's video on if, he's going to be, if I'm going to be on video as well because of Google, please. <laughs> oh, good question. So James, uh, every victory that James has is, uh, or Jimmy's had, is steeped in controversy because in the Telegram group, the 30% group, if you want to be a part of that, you can join the Fighting Cock. Co, no, no, fuck, I always do that. Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, forward slash the Fighting Cock. If you want to be a part of the Patreon, get your free pin badge, get all the other good shit that we do behind there, loads of podcasts and stuff. Um, why did I... Stop pushing that. That is never his video on. He never has his video on. He never has his video on. People on there are just digging James out. Like, is he the real deal? Is he the real deal? I I don't believe that he's ever cheated. And looking at his video now, he's literally sitting in a a closet. He's surrounded by a box, though. Is it? Yeah. I thought it was shoes. He misses his shoes. Look at him with his little tan, flowery shirt. Pathetic. I'm, I'm getting sick of James, to be honest. You and me both, mate. Let's, <laughs> let's crack on with the quiz. Come on. All right. Sorry. Sorry, T. All right. Sorry, T. He wants, he wants the second half, didn't he? Oh, he wants yeah. the second half. All right. Okay. This is important. All right. So we're going we're gonna to play the jingle right now. Back to get quizzical. Quizzical. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Think man a smart. Come quiz. Think man a big. Come quiz. Think man a yid with the knowledge for this. Prove that ish on the FC quiz. Think man a smart. Hey, come with quiz. Think man a big. Come we quiz, big man of you with the knowledge for this. Prove that ish on the FC quiz. Come we quiz then, bruv. Pussy. Do not start Google. <laughs> you haven't actually ever Googled, have you, James? I, I believe in you. No, I don't think he has. No, okay. It's funny. It's funny. Right. Here we go. So, here we, question one. James, this is for you. Alex, are you ready or what? Yeah, 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 sorry. Okay. Whose name was the rocket? Ronnie Rosenthal. Is correct. The name I got that. <laughs> the name Leo just said is just pleb, but I think he means Alex. Uh, once Spurs hold the record attendance for an English club at home. Who were our opponents when we set that record? Oh my god! Is someone at Wembley. Yes. Oh god! It could be fucking anyone. Uh, Arsenal. Ar- Arsenal? No. Bayer Leverkusen. In the Premier League, you couldn't add. It doesn't matter. Bayer Leverkusen. 85,512. We lost 1 0. Oh, Alex, isn't it? I great got that. No, that was a tricky one. It was much, much more difficult than it doesn't matter. Uh, number two, who has scored more Champions League goals for Spurs, Pavlichenko or Van der Vaart? James. Gotta say, Pav. Pav has three goals. He's got two on the bounce. Alex, you've got to get, put the pressure on here. You can't go two down. Uh, number two, who has scored more Europa League goals, Lewis Holtby or Luka Modric? Holtby. Holtby is correct. He has two. Luka Modric has one. Number three, James. Jan- uh, January 2008, Spurs five, Arsenal one. Can you name three of our goal scorers in that time? In that game, Rob? Fuck you now. Bronk, Genus, Lennon. Indeed, uh, bent her own goal and Keen rounds that up. Alex, January 2002, we beat Chelsea 5 1 in the Wetherton Cup semi final. Can you name three of our goal scorers? That's so much harder. Okay, no. <laughs> That's so much harder. <laughs> uh, Stephen Everson. It's correct. I wouldn't have got any of the others. Uh, no. Think at the time, Same. early 2000. Chris Perry. Chris Perry. No, go on. You've got some more. Couple more guesses. 2001, wasn't it? 2002, January 2002. Uh, Les Ferdinand. No, hello. Teddy Sheringham. Yes, one more. Uh, Oh, Gus Poyer. No. Enough time. It's like Sherwood, Simon Davies, and Rebrov. So. I would have said Sherwood. (laughs) Well done, T. Well, you can put yourself up. To you next because you've got to avenge like <coughs> the fighting cock is in the mud right now James yeah, no. not only have well, I dug I'm not, I'm not, I'm not can, I, can I ask James's next question what is the second half of Tottenham's name 
<laughs> Are you suggesting we're now favouring James? Oh, whatever. Get on with it. Uh, T, I think if, if he beats Alex, but he only needs to get the next question correct. If he beats Alex, you've got to take him on next week. You have mm-hmm. to. You would do it. No, I do. I'm not, I'm not confident, but I will. Don't say that. Don't These questions are a bit rough. All right. Okay. So you need this question to win, James. Uh, what number did Federico Fascio wear? Jesus Christ. Do you know that, T? What number did I'm Federico confident. Fascio wear? 16. No, no, no. 16 is incorrect. Uh, one. So, hang on. Alex can still draw here, right? Bottling it here. Well, if I get this right. If you get this right, you, you, need, this right. you need to get... You, yeah, you need to get four and five right, and James needs to get his fifth question correct. If he gets it wrong, then it's a draw. Okay. okay. All right. So, we're still in it. The what was the answer? What was the number? Sorry, it's 21. 21? Yeah, four. Yeah. Uh, all right. Shit. Ow, mate, if you get this, you deserve it. What number did DeAndre Yedlin wear for Tottenham? Fuck. I would never have known Fuck that. Fuck yeah, now. Never have known that. T, you got any ideas? Don't guess it. Don't guess Can it. I have the year? Did we know the year? Uh, I, I will... he, played, he played when we lost to Villa 1-0. Showed was the Villa managers. I think that was about 2014. 2015. Trying try to intimidate me with facts there for next week. Oh fuck! I'm trying to remember as well. Uh, Twenty-two. Uh, is incorrect. It's twelve. Okay, no. You haven't got a single question right. I wouldn't have got that. Fucking yes, I have. Have you? Wait, are you oh, sure hold. it was twelve? Um, like, no, well, I think it was twelve. I think it was before twelve. Because you got in trouble for this before, so can we just check? Because I'm pretty sure it wasn't twelve. I was thinking like 22 or something like that, but it might be 12. I was, it was I'm just Googling it, it now, somebody. right? It you know what, 22 somebody. is his new number at Galatasaray. <laughs> it was oh my god. Sure. No, it's 12 for Tottenham. Yeah, I've got it here. Shirt number 12. It is. It's yeah, correct. 12 rings a bell. Yeah, it, no, it doesn't ring a bell. I've got it. As According to transfermarket.co.uk, he wore a 12. All right. No more questioning the fucking quiz. If, you, if we get it wrong, you accept it. You accept the result. That's it. All right. He's got 32 <clears throat> in the picture. Oh, my God. T, can you stop it, please? Um, <laughs> God. So, uh, to round the question, uh, let's round it off because people at home want to play. Um, who said it? Jose or the Bible? Jimmy, A, better to live on the corner of a roof than to share a house with a nagging wife. B, for this moment, Judas is number one. C, do not judge, or you too will be judged. Two are Bible quotes. One comes from Jose Mourinho. <laughs> I mean, I, I could have to say number one was Jose. That's incorrect. <laughs> That's Proverbs twenty-one nineteen. <laughs> uh, wow. The third was also Matthew seven one. Uh, do not judge, or you two will be judged. Jose said, "For this moment, Judas is number one." <laughs> okay, it's uh, a round off. Was- the- Sorry. What was that in reference to? Who said it? Jose or the Bible? No, no, but what was it in, like? No, it was the Judas one. But... Yeah, who was he talking about? Uh, I don't know, Sol Campbell, probably. Uh, and uh, number five, <laughs> uh, we don't have all the information. I just get the answers and the <laughs> questions and then I answer them. That's it. Uh, who said it? Jose or Trump, Alex? Sometimes by losing a battle, you find a new way to win the war. B is I have a problem, which is I'm getting better at everything related to my job since I started. And C, I've always won. I'm always going to win, and that's the way it is. B has to be for my sanity, Jose Mourinho. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah. But, um, um, you, were, you were soundly beaten by James. There. Um, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Don't don't worry about our big one of the biggest results in our recent history against five one. Let's let's talk about something that happened 19 years ago instead in the Worthington Cup. I'll see you later. All right. Bye. Oh dear. <laughs> Arsenal are down to nine men. Yes! Come on, I want to get off. I want to get off and watch the rest of this. Leno, Leno yeah. sent off. Wonderful. Um, uh, James, congratulations once again. You, next week, you'll be taking on Felonious Filth for the People's Champ. You are fundamentally, without question, without reservation, the very best quizzer we've, ever, we've had on here. The only person you have to overcome now is the actual champ. The People's Champ means nothing at all. 
That's for cretins. It's for little ones. It's for the rank little scum you find underneath your bin. You're the champ of, champ of that. The real champ, the one that sits you on top of the throne, is Felonious Filth. Next week, we'll find out who will be the, not the shit one. All right? But, can I just add? Oh, that was a really head. dramatic ending. Yeah, but not as, not as dramatic as this. Go on. But you'll never beat Alex from Bristol. See you later. <laughs> He's actually you, gone. You wouldn't actually want to... Oh, I can't tell you how, you how desperately you wouldn't want to be him. James, thank you so much, mate. Cheers, guys. See you next week. It's so casual about it. T, you better get your fucking aim game on, yeah? Because we've embarrassed week in, week out. Come on. Good. All right. That, yeah. <laughs> Take care, boys. Bye. T, can you stop it, please? 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 I ain't got with the Tottenham chat. Better Tottenham podcast. Subscribe and all of that. I'll tear come round with the baseball bat. Come round round with the baseball bat. Smash up your household. Be real, man, don't want that. Subscribe and all of that. Right. So if you know what's good for you, you follow on the Spotify. And you subscribe on the Apple thing. Because otherwise... With a bat, it's coming for you. T, can you stop it, please? Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.